Hi friends! Welcome to Come Follow Me Kids! This week, we're talking about Doctrine and Covenants 94-97. through In the temple, God blesses his people. I'm going to tell you a story, but I need your help. When I tell the story, I'm going to pause, and I want you to fill in the blank. Simple. Your answers can be silly or serious. That's the fun part. You control the story. Ready? Here we go. You are building your very own house. It's your dream home, and construction starts today. You have a great team to help you, including your assistant named... Of course, you're going to paint the front door your favorite color, which is... When you walk inside your house, the first thing you see is... In your kitchen, you have a nice stove, a sink, a big countertop island. But the amazing thing you've decided to put in this kitchen to make it fun is... In the living room, you've got a nice big couch, beautiful vaulted ceilings, and a large window to let in lots of light. You've decided to do a feature wall and you had an amazing artist come to paint a mural on the wall. The mural is a picture of... Okay, time to head upstairs. Now, most stairs are made of wood, but that's boring. You're too fun and creative to make your stairs out of plain old wood. In your dream house, your stairs are made out of... Upstairs, you've decided that it's way more fun to share a room than to sleep alone. So, of course, you've decided to share your bedroom with... Inside of your room, you, of course, need somewhere to sleep. So, instead of your current bed, you've ordered custom beds that are shaped like... You have nice tall ceilings, soft carpet, and a wall full of shelves which you have filled with tons and tons of. Now for the playroom. It's not just any playroom, this is your dream playroom. As you walk in, in the center of your room, you'll see you've made a nice little fenced in area in the corner of the room because of course you need a petting zoo in your playroom. You have a real life goat, a sheep, and of course a. Now, To get downstairs and outside in a jiff, you've decided to connect something special to your playroom window. We're hopping in it now and we'll see you down in the yard in just a second. We're getting into a... And of course, in the backyard, besides all the beautiful trees and flowers you've planted, no yard would be complete without a... was awesome. I wonder if that house could really exist. Well, the most amazing house that actually exists for real life on this earth. Let's think about it. It's not only super beautiful, but miracles happen inside of it daily. And the people who go inside of it, they leave with real life power from heaven. What house am I talking about, Isaac? The temple. That's right. The temple is the house of the Lord. 
It's a place where we learn about Heavenly Father and we make covenants, which are which is a fancy word for a promise, with him, and we see we receive great blessings there. What happens inside a temple? Well, in the temple, we do really important work, not just for ourselves, but for our family members who've died. So the work that we do in the temple includes baptisms for the dead, endowments, and sealings. These are called temple ordinances. Have you ever heard that word before? No. Well, an ordinance. So that's what they are. I've always wondered what are baptisms for the dead. So how old are you, Isaac? Eight. What special thing happened to you when you turned eight? I got baptized. That's right. So think about all of your ancestors that have died without being baptized. So even though their bodies are dead, their spirits are still alive in the spirit world. And in the spirit world, they can still be taught about Jesus Christ. So when you're 12 years old, you can go to the temple and you can help these people by being baptized and confirmed in their name. And then they get to choose whether or not they want to accept the baptism and the confirmation. So you'll wear all white when you're baptized for the dead, just like you do when you're baptized for yourself. Um, we're going to have your friend Jacob. Um, he's going to tell us what it was like the very first time he went to the temple. The first time I was I went to the temple was really cool. My bishop, who's my dad, interviewed me to give me a recommend that would allow me to do baptisms for the dead. It was an awesome feeling to know that I was worthy. Inside the temple, it was really peaceful and I felt really happy. I was able to be baptized for my ancestors who didn't have the chance in their life. It just felt so good to help them. You can prepare now to go to the temple by living worthy to go one day. Read your scriptures, go to church, pray, all the things we are taught to do by our parents and leaders. You can you can also try to find family members on Family Search who need temple work done. Going to the temple is so awesome. It's worth the effort to prepare. Game time! Do you know how many temples there are across the globe? Do you want to take a guess? Uh, 325? Nope. 252. So for this game, we're going to play some music from a certain area around the world, and you have to guess which temple this music is from. Ready? Are you in the mood for some poke? Because that music was Hawaiian. Yep, we have several temples in Hawaii, but one of them is in Kona. Are you ready to guess our next temple location? Here we go. Are you ready to dip your fufu in peanut butter soup? Because that music was Nigerian. That's right. We have lots of temples in Africa, and specifically in Nigeria, we have one in Aba. All right, here's our next one. 
a baguette because that music was French. <laughs> uh, yes, we have a Paris temple. Are you ready to guess our next temple location? Here we go. Are you in the mood for a tamale? Because that music was Mexican. That's right. We have lots of temples in Mexico, but one is specifically in Mexico City. Are you ready to guess our next temple location? Here we go. Are you in the mood for some sushi? Because that music was Japanese. That's right. We have a temple in Tokyo, Japan. All right, here's our next one. was Indian. That's right. We have a temple in Bengaluru. All right, here's our next one. some rodigio because that music was brazilian that's right we have several Brazil brazilian temples but that one is specifically in sao paulo <laughs> for some gelato because that music was Italian. That's right. We have a temple in Rome, Italy. All right, that was our last one. There are so many temples all over the world. Do you know which one is closest to you? Do you know where the first modern-day temple was built, Isaac? Um, no. <laughs> you might guess Salt Lake City or maybe Nauvoo, but the first modern-day temple was actually built in Kirtland, Ohio. So some of the saints were in Kirtland, and some of the saints were still in Missouri. And in Doctrine and Covenants 95, the Lord says, And inasmuch as my people build a house unto me in the name of the Lord, and do not suffer any unclean thing to come into it, that it be not defiled, my glory shall rest upon it. Yea, and my presence shall be there, for I will come into it, and all the pure in heart that shall come into it shall see God. Wow, that's so cool. So even though the church members were very poor at this time, 
and they were busy building their own homes after being kicked out of Missouri, they all started working together to build the house of the Lord. In fact, many of our temples today outside of them say what, Isaac? Holiness to the Lord, house of the Lord. That's right. So next time you go visit a temple, see if you can find where it says that. Story time! For this story time, we're going to go in a time machine and see what it was like to see the Kirtland Temple being built. This is actually a true story. It was 1836 and the saints in Kirtland were building a temple. Building the temple would be a huge challenge for the saints. There were only 150 members of the church living in the area. None of them had the experience to oversee such a big construction project. There was not a single architect or engineer among them and money was tight. Plus, most of the strong men went with Joseph Smith to Missouri to help save the saints from where there was mob violence. Bring your torch over here! I think I see someone. Do you see them? Who could it be? With the strong men gone, women, children, and old men carried the labor to build the temple. The women did masonry, drove cattle, and hauled rock. Imelda was only six, but she wanted to help build the temple too. Brother Millet, a stonemason, had invented a new type of plaster to cover the walls. Imelda remembered when her older sister told her about it at dinner one night as she stirred the skillet over the fire. This won't be ordinary plaster. Brother Millet wants us to put bits of broken glass and pottery into the plaster to make our temple shine. Oh no, will we have to break Mother's wedding dishes? We brought those dishes all the way from New York when we joined the church. No, sister. Brother Miller only needs broken pottery to make the plaster. Just look outside! <gasps> the garbage pile! Exactly! Every household has a small garbage pile in their yard. That's how people throw away old and broken items, including bits of pottery and glass. We will need all of our friends to help us. Brother Miller needs you to ask the boys to tend the firestorm the plaster. Okay! Amelda, we need children to gather old crockery and glass for the plaster. Can you do that? Yes! So here she was, holding a piece of glass to catch the sunlight. <sighs> I'm so glad the snow melted that we can search our yard. Look! Here's another one! Oh! I found a piece half buried in mud! Gently dig around it to pry it loose. 
how glitter was in my palm. Nice work, Imelda. We'll have our temple soon. Oh, I can't stop smiling. I'm only six and I'm hoping that a temple. Wahoo! The girls were right. The Kirtland Temple was dedicated that spring. After the dedication, Imelda lined up with the other children and marched to the temple. Her braids swung from side to side as she craned her neck to see the shining walls. She was glad that she had helped to build the house of the Lord. those girls were too young to go in, they were still involved in building it. I wonder how we can get ready for the temple. Well, Heavenly Father gives lots of blessings to those who go into the temple. So it's important to get ready to go into the temple while you're still young. So you have to live righteously. And even though you can't go in now, if there's a temple nearby, you can always go there, just stay on the grounds outside and you can feel a really special spirit that's there. You can also keep a picture of the temple in your house um, and it'll remind you of how important the temple always is. And if you don't have a picture of the temple to hang in your house, you could always draw one. So you can also have your parents show you how to do like indexing or family history work. And that's the type of temple work you can do at any age. Cool. What else happens in the temple? Well, one of the best things, the greatest blessings that happens in the temple is called the endowment. Endowment means gift. So when you receive your endowment, it's like a big gift from Heavenly Father. So you're going to learn more about the plan of salvation and you make covenants. Covenants are what? Um, covenants are um, promises that we make to Heavenly Father. Exactly. And as you keep those covenants, you prepare to live with Heavenly Father and Jesus one day. Um, inside the temple, there's a beautiful, peaceful room called the Celestial Room. And in the Celestial Room, you'll feel really close to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. It's like a little piece of what it's going to be like to live with them in the Celestial Kingdom. What about weddings? I remember going to my uncle's wedding in the temple and all the kids were waiting outside. That's right. So have you ever been somewhere where you could see into two different mirrors at once? Mm-hmm. And when you look into one mirror, it reflects back into the other. And so it seems like they just go on forever and ever. Well, in the ceiling rooms, they have mirrors just like that. And they remind us that families can go on forever and ever. And when a man and woman get married in the temple, they kneel at an altar um, across from each other and they're sealed for time and all eternity. So that just means that they and their children will be united together as an eternal family. That's so amazing. I want you to plan to be married in the temple someday. It's the greatest blessing that we get out of the temple. And you are all white in the temple as a sign of purity, right? Yeah, that reminds me. Let's play a game. For this game, we're going to see how many white things we can all name. So I'll say something first, then Isaac will go, and then our friends listening, you can have a turn. And we'll just keep going and around and around until we get stuck, okay? So after Isaac says something white, 
then you yell out something that's white, okay? Here we go. Marshmallows. Heats. Storks. Moons. Half of a zebra's stripes. Milk. Old people's hair. Clouds. Teeth. Polar bears. Diapers. Beluga whales. Bird poop. Bones. Cauliflower. Chicken eggs. Donald Duck. Golf balls. Snow. Lightning. Lotion. Mayonnaise. Toilet paper. Picket fences. Ranch dressing. Rice. Salt. Styrofoam. Swans. Uh. That's it, guys. All right, we're going to switch things up. We're going to make it a little bit harder. We're only going to say white things now that are in the scriptures. So it's going to work the same way. I'll go first. Then it will be Isaac's turn. And then we'll leave a pause so you, our friends listening, can have a turn. So after Isaac, yell out something that is white from the scriptures. Here we go. Temples. Angels. Fruit from the tree of life. Manna. Noah's beard. The brother of Jared's stones. A dove. The star of Jesus. Sheep or lambs. Garments. How about the field is white and ready to harvest? Um. Bread. That's right. Okay. Last one. Do you have anything else that's white from the scriptures? Yell it out. That was a hard one. I hope you had fun. And if you missed any, don't worry. That was a tricky game. One more question. What does a temple recommend? You need one to go inside a temple, right? That's right. So the temple is a holy place. And bishops make sure that the people who go to the temple are prepared and worthy because you're making promises with Heavenly Father and you need to be ready. So before you go to the temple, you'll have, it's a special interview. You'll sit down with your bishop and he'll ask you if you have a testimony of the church, if you keep the commandments, if you support your church leaders, if you obey the word of wisdom, pay your tithing, and if you're honest in everything you do and say. So he'll let you know if you're worthy to enter the temple or not. Um, I just want to tell you guys that the temple is an amazing place. It's the place where you can feel so close to Heavenly Father and Jesus. And no matter what's going on in your life, when you go there, you can feel peace. And you always come out feeling happier. So do your best and try hard to prepare now to go to the temple.
That's all we have this week. Make sure to tell your friends about us. And until next time. Stay on the Covenant Path.